Hey, everybody. Steve here, Local Level Podcast, also rmtalk.com. Uh, today we have our one of our special guests. He's been on the show a couple of times, Mike Reppy. I'm sure if you're from Rolling Meadows, you've heard of him um, and uh, probably eaten at the place. If you haven't, you definitely should try it out. Um, Mike, it's a real pleasure to have you on. Hey, Steve. How are you? Thanks for having me again. Yep, definitely. I'm, I'm doing well. Um, and the reason I wanted to have you on was to hear how you're doing. You know, I mean, uh, we have a lot going on. A lot, lot, lot has changed even since the last time we talked. Um, I know that you've had some some successful events um, thinking outside the box. So I really just wanted to kind of go over some of the different ideas and the cre- creative process that you've had to go through to, to make things work, even when times are tough. Yeah, that's, that's been the challenge for the last six months, probably eight months now, I guess, uh, is coming up with new ways to reach the guests that we have and and find new customers and take care of the regulars that we've always had. So it's, it's definitely been a challenge, uh, along this year, along the way. So, um, things that we've been towing around with that we've executed, uh, well, we we did that. Uh, you were here. We did that large bears outdoor tailgate party uh, in early October. And that was a huge success. Uh, you know, 30,000 square feet of our parking lot was blocked off. So we had plenty of room and everybody was spread out and uh, it was a great socially distanced event and the bears won. So that was, that was a big, you know, a big plus for that. Uh, Just last we did the first uh, makeshift drive through in our back parking lot. Then we sold twice the amount of burgers that we had expected to. We had a great turnout. Uh, Everybody in line was super thankful for, keeping the faith and, 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 and doing this drive through and they wanted us seemingly to do it every day, but it's a weather pending issue for the most part. Right. We meal packs that we have, we now have uh, seven or eight. And when we first started, we only had three or four. So we've, we've got more options out there. Um, you know, and it feeds, you know, four to six people, sometimes more than that. And you have leftovers. We send a ton of food with those, with those family meal packs. So, uh, and then uh, just this week, we started uh, cocktails to go. Uh, yeah. We've got our, our homemade sangrias and our margaritas, uh, and then six packs of beer, bottles of wine. We can do those to go, obviously, with proper ID. But, uh, sure. you, know, we're, you know, just trying to meet the needs of the guests as we evolve every, every day. It's different, and the mitigations are changing and, and all that kind of stuff. So, um you know, the last thing, the big thing for me, and, and you have I, you and I have worked together on this, would be the this uh, this gift card, you know, buyback gift card deal we're doing uh, exclusively on RM Talk. Uh, you know, if, if they're buying gift cards, we're going to give them some gift cards for free for buying them. Uh, so yeah. we're trying to help. They're trying to help us, and I'm trying to help them. Uh, so Yeah, you know, I mean, it seems like um... – the community, all communities have been really supportive of small businesses. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's obviously hard when people are kind of struggling a little bit themselves, but, um, people got to eat. So, uh, definitely, uh, is a, is an important thing. I mean, if, if anybody's looking to, you know, check out that offer, like, uh, like you just said, it's on rmtalk.com and, you know, you can find it. There's a, a big banner where you can, you know, go and redeem that code, uh, the coupon code and everything. But, um, you know, that aside, I, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about the creative process because all these, all the businesses that I talked to and, you know, I mean, 
doing marketing, dealing with businesses like uh, restaurants and stuff, I have long time restaurant groups as, as customers that have had to close, um, you know, some of their spots up just because, especially in the city, uh, just because the, the profit margin just isn't there anymore. You know, the, and um, when we were talking, I mean, I know that obviously you're, you're doing the, the carry out drinks now, which is a big deal. Cause that's a big, you know, loss uh, in house when you can't have people, you know, having a drink with their meal, you know, it's kind of hard. So, what have you had to do? How have you had to adjust, adjust financially to make things work and make ends meet? Uh, right now, you know, there's a core of four or five people that are working around, basically around the clock here while we're open. Um, the, the only thing we can control now is the labor. So yeah. we've had to cut way back uh, in the kitchen and in the front of house. Um, you know, we're trying to keep as many people employed as we can. Um, but the, you know, it's without the sales growing a little bit each week here, you know, just keeping the labor down is really the only, it's the only thing we can control at this yeah. point. Yeah. So, and um, how has the carry out order, uh, how has that worked out? Because that's, I mean, that's been the saving grace, right? Right. At this point, it's start. It's actually the last three weeks since we've been back to a shutdown, we've we've almost mimicked what we did in March, like when it started. So uh, then April got a little busier then May was real busy. So we're hoping that it evolves, you know, supposed to or not, just hopefully we can turn that into some growth and the family meal deals, the, the sangrias to go, whatever, whatever they're looking for, we can accommodate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to roll with the punches and it looks like you have been, um, I mean, obviously in Rolling Meadows, uh, people know you already. So you have that name recognition, but, um, to kind of switch gears a little bit for the restaurants that maybe don't have that name recognition as much or the smaller businesses that are kind of trying to get that creativity going uh, when, you know, maybe they need a little bit of help or some advice. What are some of the things that have been working best for you? Um, you know, has it been really just cutting down uh, labor, like you said, or, you know, I know that you're, you're, you're working with other people collaborating um, to, you know, kind of get the word out, like with the biker dude, uh, doing the drive through, tell us a little bit about that. How, uh, what advice could you give other businesses, um, you know, based on your experience? Um, well, we really went into March with a little bit of a, uh, you know, blanks, uh, you know, we had a, a clean slate. We didn't know we weren't really a carry out place right. going in. We went into it blind. And it took us about a week to really get it locked in, and and that and we really had to up our game of what we were doing when it came to carry out and delivery, and then the you know the Grubhub and the DoorDash. We had to you know package better to make sure the food was staying hot, and and that would be my first advice: is be prepared and be prepared to you know package everything the right way and, and make sure the guests get good food on the other end. It just takes one bad experience for people to order from somewhere else the next time so yeah yeah and you know one thing that you and i both know is people don't necessarily leave as many good reviews i think we talked about this uh with yelp it's kind of that you know the negative reviews will always come through but the positive ones you know it takes a thousand people uh before you get one a lot of times um so social media has been our other our other saving grace we've got a lot of fans that 
share the posts and we've gotten on a few local group um, Facebook pages that are all about supporting the restaurants and people trying new restaurants and people finding us, you know, in the surrounding suburbs that didn't know we were here. So many local groups as you can um, to advertise yourself for these carry outs, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, getting the word out is, is really the hard part, especially, I mean, like doing paid ads is even more difficult now because people are kind of tight on cash. Right. What, what, have, what have been the free things? What have been the things that, you know, you can do in-house um, to maximize your exposure where you're not having to spend a, a bunch of extra money on, you know, ads and all that? Yeah, just basically, you know, the, the general platforms of social media worked are working for us. The first time around in March, so we started in April, May. The other good thing we did the first time around, on um, the slower nights, we gave a gift card we did it. Sorry, we did a gift card contest. Anybody that ordered on the slower nights got en- entered into the raffle to win. We actually did a gift card a week for a year. Oh wow! For for the first winner, so we gave away. Turned out to be like a thirty five hundred dollar prize, uh, but it really helped increase the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday sales. Yeah. So um, we'll we'll probably do that again in January, February if we're still in the same uh, situation. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so I know that you were kind of hesitant um, a little bit to, to, to do the alcohol sales, um, you know, like the, the pickups, deliveries. Can you tell us how that works? Because uh, I, honestly, I don't even know how it works, to be honest with you. It's like, it's so confusing. How, how, can you have somebody uh, pull up to the front and then do you hand them a sealed container? Is it something, I mean, have they changed the laws? How does that work? Tell us how that works. Yeah, everything's got to be closed and brand new. Um, so bottles of wine, six packs of beer. Um, so but then we found uh, these great little like giant, basically it's a giant adult juice box. <laughs> 30, 32 ounce bag, you fill it, you make the drink, you reseal it, and then you send it off with them. So at first I was a little hesitant with the liability of making sure we card everybody and things like that. But now that we've got the carry out with the food, you know, down and we're, we've got, we've minimalized all the time and, and we've got it cranking. We can add this little feature now that we know that we, we can ID all the people we have to, yeah. we don't have to, it's not something that's going to slip. So that was really my only hesitation. So we don't offer it through uh, the third party delivery companies, just carry out or our own delivery. That way we can monitor the ID process. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you, you touch on a good point because I, I don't think a lot of people realize that when you order through a Grubhub or, or a DoorDash or one of those third party delivery services, they take a cut, um, you know, off of everything. And, it, you know, I, it's kind of like just marketing, just getting your name out there so people know that you're there and have a good experience. But um, that's that's kind of cutting down on the potential profit that you can make. So doing it in house that's really the the way to go. Would you suggest that people um, contact you, maybe call you or uh, what's the best way to really maximize, um, you know, that it's going to make sure that it goes to you and not, you know, third-party corporation. Calling us directly, they can get carry out or delivery with us. And if they're used to, if they're, you know, we're, we're getting ready to launch an online ordering platform as well. uh, So that'll stay. Yeah, you're right. The, the fees that those third-party companies charge—it's a—it ends up being a pretty a pretty good chunk 
of, of a marketing fee that you know we never see. So it's been great for us to get started here in this first couple of years we've been open as a marketing platform, uh, but they, they don't give you a discount. They don't give you a break as you stay with them as a customer. So uh, I'd love to get everything switched over to our own delivery and our own carry out. Yeah. And so how far out, I mean, we're already doing that. So how far out um, is your kind of service delivery area? Um, we're kind of right now just going anywhere in Rolling Meadows, Palatine, Arlington Heights, a um, little bit of Schaumburg, um, where it borders us, we can go to. So pretty much 20 minutes is, is kind of where we went with it, 20 minutes each direction. Okay. Uh, we're... We don't want to leave anybody out. If they want our food, we want to get it to them. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, uh, uh, that's what I, that's what I suggest for anybody listening. I mean, don't I mean, great. If you want, if you want to order through DoorDash, if that's the only way that you're going to do it, that's fine. But you know, call, uh, they're paying a delivery person, uh, somebody in house, or maybe you're, I think you just said you were making some deliveries right before we got on this. So, you know, yeah you know that that money is going to go to somebody that's in-house, you know, like you said before, you've had to cut down on staff a little bit just because you can't be open. Um, so this is a way to keep people employed. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's given back to the people in the community there. So. And you don't know, and you never know what to expect with a, with one of those third party drivers and Hey, they're great ideas. The, the companies, they're huge. I get it. But you know, those people don't care about our food the way we do. They're, they could be slinging it around their back seat, driving like mate. We don't know how it ends up when we get there or when it gets to the customers. So um, I know that if we're doing it, it's going to get in there. It's going to get hot, fresh and in their hands the right way. Yeah. Yeah. The chain of custody, you know, it comes, comes off the grill, uh, <laughs> you know, handled with care and uh, delivered Heck. on time. So you have some big news. You actually, uh, you were saying you got interviewed by Chicago's best. You're going to have something coming up. Tell us about that. Yeah, we finally made their list of a place to be uh, on the show. And it was a nice honor to have them reach out to us. Uh, we're going to be on a show coming up at the, towards the end of the year. They said it'll air. Um, we'll get more information as, as we get it, we'll get it out on social media, but it's going to be the, uh, family meal kit show they're doing. Um, four or five different places showing off their family meals or we did our taco platter because it's a build your own taco. When you get it home, it's made for everybody to kind of build it. Um, sure. all, the rest, all the rest of our deals or family packs are already made hot, throw them on the table. Everyone's ready to eat. So yeah, the, the taco bar is, is our, is our signature build your own type of situation. So yeah, we're, we spent all day yesterday interviewing and filming and, it's a lot of fun. They're really great people to work with. So I'm looking forward to seeing it when it's done. Yeah, definitely. It'll, it'll be better than this. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> well, picture for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, that, that's, that's definitely something to look forward to. Um, hopefully it brings some more people through the door. Uh, you know, and, and you touched on the question that I wanted to go to. It's the, the family meal kits. Um, you know, and, and with that, the logistics of that is, you got to get everything separated. Uh, you got to have the, you know, the, the packaging and, you know, the order put in and all that. Tell us how that works. Tell us how you had to get that right. What was your process coming up with the, the items that you were going to actually sell? Um, and were there any kind of things that maybe you tried and didn't work? Just tell us about that experience. 
Um, we really just had to analyze what we do on our menu and what can be done in in larger quantities that can be done quickly and not hurt the kitchen. Because if we've got 30 other orders and somebody throws in an order of, you know, the chicken Parmesan dinner, we've streamlined the items that this kitchen can still operate at its full potential so that we're not throwing those other 30 orders to the side for 10, 15 minutes. And all of a sudden it's an hour for pickup. We didn't want to jeopardize quick pickup times or hot food when you get it. We wanted to make sure that it all worked with the current kitchen situation. Yeah. So um, wings is, you know, one of the most popular packages, the wings um, that's, you know, we throw them in, we sauce them. It's you know, we're not creating a new, we didn't create anything new. We just put together plans of larger quantities. Yeah. So that's how we, that's how we went about figuring out, but with a full catering menu, you know, with proper, you know, if, if someone needs, you know, 10 Caesar salads in one big container, we can do that. No problem. If somebody needs, you know, 18 Turkey dinners, but wants to make it family style, we can do that too with some notice, you know, it's, we can do anything uh, from a catering standpoint with yeah. the proper with the proper notice. But in the heat of the moment, on a Friday night, if someone orders the slider pack, it's not going to throw the kitchen off, and that's what we wanted to make sure of. Definitely. So, how's it been? How, how has the uh, the response been so far? Uh, have, have, have you know are people aware of that? I mean, they're they're becoming more aware of it. But how have the orders been coming through? How's the response been? Um, I'd say we probably do a couple dozen a week total of. Um, you know, a few of each, um, three, four of each. Uh, and uh, the word is out. Uh, we, we do a lot of social media about it. And we've also been on those other websites that are those other Facebook groups that kind of advertise for you. And if you were to order one, you'd take a picture of it and you put a positive statement with it. And then the rest of the 5,000 people on that group get to see it. And, oh, you have, you have family packs. And then, you know, we've gained a lot of exposure in terms of Facebook followers, uh, Instagram followers, um, and just reg new regular customers just from all of those posts that people are, are putting up for us. So yeah. Yeah. a lot of word of social media. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so one of the things that I think we talked about just, you know, one of the times that we talked on the phone was, you know, some people are trying to get creative with outdoor, um, like building huts and doing teepees and, you know, bubbles and all that stuff. I know that you, uh, you had to have thought of that at some point. Um, what are your thoughts on that? If you can do it, it's a great thing. Um, logistically, we're not set up to do that. Um, you know, we have a great big parking lot. We have, we have a drive right in front of us. We can't block that with a tent. So now we've got to, you know, run a bunch of power to this tent somehow. We've got to rent this giant tent somehow. We've got to heat it. We've got to put lights in it. Um, logistically, that doesn't work. And, and having the staff crossing traffic all day back and forth doesn't, like, liability-wise, safety-wise, you know, do I want hot food going out in the middle of winter? 35 40 feet in the cold before it gets back into a heated tent um you know the customers would also need to walk back and forth to use the bathroom uh, through traffic through 
snow possibly through negative degrees. They, it, it's, we're just not set up for it. I wish we were in a better way, um, but it, it's a great idea. If, if you can make it work, it's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mean, it's, it's case by case. I, I know some people are like, well, why don't they just, you know, do this or why don't they just do that? But it's, it's, it's easy to say that looking at it from, you know, outside. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm glad that you got a chance to kind of explain that because with the guidelines and, and things that are in place, I think you, even if you have a tent, you have to have like two sides of it open or something. Isn't that the case? That's what you're supposed to have. Yes. But nobody's doing that because you can't keep it heated. Yeah. Right. So it's one or the other, and you know, nobody's enforcing all four walls being down or put together, but it's not technically to code at that point. So uh, another, another headache that probably makes more sense to stay out of at this yeah. point. Yeah, definitely. I mean, now another thing, and you don't have to get into it too much. I don't, don't want to get into it too much, but um, have you heard of anybody getting fined or any, any weird stuff? Uh, have people, you know, I've heard of I've heard of a few towns that have thrown a little bit of fines around to people. Um, you know, I've heard it secondhand, so I don't know if it, how true it is or not. But a lot of towns are just saying they're not going to enforce it. You know, if you want to go out, go out as long as you're being safe. And I agree with that. If if places are still open and people are six feet apart and people are wearing masks, then it's no different than sitting in a tent outside. Yeah. Right. So what's the difference? Yeah. I, you know, there's just so many unknowns and, and uh, yeah, I mean, people have got to make their own decisions, right? I mean, you stay home if you want to, if you don't yeah. want to, then, you know, that's on you, right? Right. If you want to go out, just do it right. Be careful, wear your masks, stay apart. Uh, you know, let's, let's, the sooner we get rid of this, the sooner we can get back to normal. And I, nobody wants to get back to normal more than me. Yeah. So, yeah. I think we all, however we can do it. And if that means us staying shut and just doing carry out, then that's all we're going to do. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's the way it's got to be. Right. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, one of the thing that, that you wanted to talk about, I mean, obviously we're doing this right before Thanksgiving. So, you know, a lot of people are kind of bummed out cause they can't necessarily go and travel to see their families. People are kind of, you know, um, you know, it's just a lot of things up in the air. So, you are doing something for Thanksgiving. You, you have been doing this for the past few years uh, as far as donating to the needy. Tell us about what you're doing this year. Oh, uh, yeah. This will be our third year. We work with uh, St. Colette, where I grew up going to school and going to, to church there. Um, we donate, about half the staff donates Thanksgiving morning to come in here and uh, put together a full thanksgiving meals for about about 50 people about 10 families on average um next year i'd, I'd like to grow that I'd, I'd like to pull maybe donations in october from customers to kind of support a family and, or, or donate to a family and maybe we can do a lot more you know i mean we set aside a budget for that day every year this year's been a little tough, but we we scraped it together, obviously. And but I'd like it to grow. I I, I don't want to limit it to ten families every year or one church even. Um, I'd like to find a way to branch out and and do more. I mean, it's everybody tries to support us all year long, and I try to do as much for them and the community as I can. And this is something that uh, 
I think is a way everybody can feel good and give back and it's something positive right now. How many positive things do you hear about right now? Right. Uh, nothing at this point. So um, the staff, you know, really enjoys, you know, asking what time should we be there? How can we help? What do we need to bring? Stuff like that. And we take care, you know, we get all the food, we get it ready, we cook it, we send it out to a Mormon. And then St. Colette sends a bunch of volunteers. They pick up the food and they deliver it to the people. So, uh, you know, it's for the needy families that are part of the parish. And again, I, I, we love doing it and I'd love to make it to a, a bigger, you know, I, let's do 50 families next year. Let's, let's do, you know, 200 people, you know, so, right. you know, that's the plan is, is to make it grow. Uh, but if we make it grow that much, we'll need some financial assistance. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mean, it's like, there's a lot of people, I mean, you see it, I'm sure, um, a lot of people doing food drives. A lot of people, you know, asking for donations. I mean, can you imagine uh, the resources that used to be available, shelters and all that type of stuff with capacity and, you know, in person and all the distancing and all that stuff. You know, that stuff's not as available as it was before. So there's a lot of people that are really, I mean, on top of it, people are struggling and they probably need some support. So um, it's really nice to see even when times are tough that uh, you're able to, you know, kind of scrape it together with the support of other people to, to do some good for, you know, the people in need. Um, and uh, yeah, so, I mean, I like to hear that. I like to see that. And one of the things that I wanted to ask you, because I, I know I don't want to keep it too much longer, but um, say everything goes back to normal, you know, some say we're this time next year and everything's back to normal. What are the things, the main things that you've learned throughout this that you think are going to make your business stronger uh, when we do get back? You know, what are the things that you're going to keep in place? What are the changes that you're going to, you know, stick to um, that you probably wouldn't have learned about, you know, if we didn't go through all this? Well, I mean, as we've talked in the past, I've been doing this a long time. And you think, you know, enough to get by until something like this comes around. Um, but, uh, you know, labor control, it took a whole new meaning this year, you know? Um, so, um, that would be one thing that, you know, I guess now it's just going to evolve into where, wherever it goes and it's something to definitely stay focused on. Um, but kind of in the theory to catch up from what we've lost this year, what everyone's lost this year we need to continue to think outside the box. We need to find ways to double up on, on promotions or nights to, to somehow get back the sales that were lost this year. How do we get back? How do we double up next year with, without being unsafe? You know, if, if there's still some restrictions and stuff, but people can come in, you know, how do we maximize next year is really, you know, really all I think about right now is, is, you know, uh, a lot of anybody, you know, from the landlord on down, everyone's been very understanding and, you know, we'll get, we'll get caught up eventually. Like everybody knows that. Um, so once we get caught up, you know, th then what, then, then how do we get back over the hump? So again, I, I continue to do the bears tailgates when things are normal, we probably, we would have had twice as many people, uh, you know, so, that, that's my goal is to just, how do we catch up when this is all said and done? 
because, you know, we don't want to go anywhere. I want to be here for as long as I'm kicking, I want to be here. So what, what do we got to do to get back ahead of the game? Yeah. Uh, so listening to the guests over the last eight months, we've got some new ideas, you know, bringing out the, you know, the to-go uh, alcohol sales right now, since it's okay. Um, the pop-up, you know, burger stands and the drive through out back. So that stuff doesn't have to stop. It's only going to get better when it can be more fun with more people. So, uh, you know, that that's the kind of stuff I'm trying to continue to think outside the box with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good answer. Um, yeah. I, I think that a lot of people are scratching their heads on how to, how to catch up. But, you know, I mean, if you, if you stick to it and, you know, have a, have a plan and, you know, keep providing good service and good food, I think that uh, people continue to support you. And, um, you know, we will all probably get out of this. All right. Uh, hopefully, you know, um, but you know, we're all kind of sacrificing and, um, hopefully it gets better sooner than later. But, uh, <laughs> I know yeah. that, you, you know, you have, uh, you know, your family's growing, uh, you have a lot of things, you know, going on. Um, how, how has it been, you know, how's it been going for you personally? Uh, how you been doing? Um, I don't sleep much anymore. That's for sure. You know, yeah. a two year old at home, you know, constantly the mind running about, you know, the restaurant and, how we, you know, how to survive. Um, no, but uh, I feel like if I'm not, if I don't have eight things on my plate at one time, I feel like I need to find more things to do. So I need to probably slow down a little bit over the holidays anyway and enjoy the family and uh, stuff yeah. like that. And we'll be growing at the end of January and, uh, and, and I'm looking forward to that and getting a little break maybe in February hanging out uh at home i know the staff here can handle it without me they probably enjoy it when i'm not here anyway so <laughs> uh, yeah but uh you know again just to kind of circle back uh you know we, we like to to give back when we can so um and that's half the reason we put that gift card deal together so if you know we get a lot of people that buy them and i said you know they're buying it for other people they should be getting something for themselves. So, you know, it's a great holiday idea. And, and you and I kind of, you know, it was our brainchild of how to lay it out and put it together. So, you know, for every increment you buy, you're going to get a certain amount back for yourself, whether you keep it or add it to what you're giving to the other people. Uh, you know, it's just, it's a great thing for, uh, for us to, for us to do and then help give a little bit back to the people that are supporting us. Definitely. And, um, you know, for, for whoever's listening here, um, like we say, it's a, it's an offer on rmtalk.com. It's rolling meadows talk, um, in it's gift card rewards. So it's basically, if you spend, uh, $25 on a gift card, you get a $5 gift card, like a separate gift card for $5. If you spend $50, you get a $10 gift card separate. And then for a hundred, you get $25. Um, and that's just extra money that you get as a separate gift card. Like you say, to either keep or, um, you know, to give to whoever you're giving them to. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, the more you spend, the more you get. So, uh, you know, we appreciate it. So it's, you know, it's just part of, of us giving back again. Yeah. And so, you know, we'll put the link to that below. Um, so you can check that out, you know, give it to uh, a friend or whatever, but all you got to do is just go on there. You click the link, it'll spit out a code. And then um, you guys on your end, whenever somebody comes in with that code to buy something, 
you'll know what to do with it. The gift cards will be emailed. Uh, people can call, um, you know, so they don't have to necessarily come in if they're uncomfortable with that. But um, the instructions are all on the page and we'll link to that below. But um, you got anything yeah, we're, to say about we're that? We're trying to get, we're in the process of getting online ordering uh, from a food standpoint, which will also include uh, merchandise to buy t-shirts and hats and, and also gift cards will also be available soon online. So we're working on, you know, getting all that done, especially in these times. So uh, yeah. we'll be a one-stop shop pretty soon. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And um, like, like we said, in recap, you know, if you're going to order, if you're looking for a family meal, if you're looking for to go, um, you know, cocktails, now that you're, now you're offering that, um, you know, call them up because that way the person that's delivering it to you uh, is actually getting paid. They get the tip, they're in-house, they're going to keep all of that instead of having to give it to a faceless corporation somewhere. Um, even though that's good too, uh, definitely order, try the food, but the best way to really support and keep that money in-house is to order direct and, um, you know, have it delivered and maybe somebody will get lucky and you'll show up to their door to deliver their, their sliders. <laughs> I don't know if they'd be lucky, but they'd get their. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hey, I, I definitely love talking with you every time. Um, thanks for, you know, offering that great promotion. And, uh, like I say, we'll link to that. Um, is there anything else, any parting words that you want to, you know, give to the audience before we go? Uh, I just want to say everybody have a great holiday season. Stay, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you as soon as possible. Hopefully. Thanks again. Thanks for everybody uh, tuning in and, um, you know, uh, support local. That's what we're here doing. All right. Thanks, Steve. Awesome.